the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get with it here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Good to have you. You, you will probably wonder, <laughs> why did I turn into the Dave Ellswick Show today? We're going to talk about something today blew my mind. I'm be honest with you. I saw the story early this morning. I just told Iverson Jackson. I said, Iverson, you've heard me say this before. I'm going to say it again. Every time I think I've seen it all, I haven't. I'm just saying, every time I think I've seen it all, I haven't. The nut job's going to one-up themselves. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, in New York. Now, remember, let me just take you back a few weeks. Uh, was it State Representative Lowry brought forth to the, uh, the um, Education yes. uh, Committee mm-hmm. about 1619? Project sixteen nineteen. Yeah, and and they shot it, shot it down, saying that schools couldn't teach it. Shot it down. Said all school districts have autonomy, right? Mm-hmm. Have autonomy. <clears throat> They'd be allowed to oh, teach no. it if they. Yeah. Could. So let me oh. let me ask you this. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. In New York, because <clears throat> this figure sixteen nineteen is not something that's being, you know, pushed just in. Uh, you know, one state. It's it started in one state. It started, mm-hmm. I think, in Massachusetts, if I'm not mistaken, of all places for it to start. But it started in Massachusetts in New York. If case you haven't noticed, hmm. education's been getting a big, overwhelming overall. There's an overhaul in it, mm-hmm. just big time. It's already bad here in the st- in the state of New York. Look no further than their upgrade to sex and gender instruction courtesy of a proposed bill. As reported by the New York Post, first-time Democratic State Senator Samra Broke, I think that's how she, Baruch, is sponsoring legislation to adopt the standards of the Sexually, uh, uh, Sexuality Information and Education Council of the United States. That's CECAS. Never heard of CECAS you need to you need to Google it. You need to do a little reading. And I had heard the name for years, but they've never been able to get any kind of traction uh, in in the country for the most part. Per their official website, here's their mission: Secus asserts that sex education is a powerful vehicle for social change. We view sexuality as a fundamental part of being human. One worthy of dignity and respect. We advocate for the rights of all people to accurate information, comprehensive sexuality education, and the full spectrum of sexual and reproductive health services. 
and where their vision is concerned, seek us in visions and equitable nation. There's that mm-hmm. word that they love to use, mm-hmm. equitable nation, where all people receive comprehensive sexuality education and quality sexual and reproductive health services, affirming their identities, not their not not their biological identities, their identities, what they think they are, thereby allowing them to access and enjoy sexual and reproductive freedom as they define it for themselves. Now, if you got a young kid, how do you define it? Well, you tell them how to define it. You teach them how to define it. It's called parenting. Well, no, not not about not <laughs> according to this. Senate Bill S two five eight four A would require public as well as charter schools, to, quote, teach five-year-olds about gender identity and instruct eight-year-olds on hormone blockers to prevent puberty and transgender-identifying preteens. She explained to the Post, Samra did, I am greatly concerned about the unacceptability or the unacceptable high incidence of relationship violence amongst five-year-olds. Okay. Uh, sexual harassment and assault and online bullying in our society today. We must equip the next generation with the skills and education they will need to thrive. So let me give you, let me give you what this means. Okay. I've got to just break down this. What kind of knowledge might that be? Hmm. According to this bill, according to Seekus. If you're, if you're under 18, put your hands over your ears. Right? <laughs> Just saying. The standards would educate kids as young as 11 on vaginal, oral, and anal sex. Also to be studied, queer. Used to be you couldn't say that without getting in trouble. Uh, queer, asexual, pansexual, and two-spirit plus other identities. Now, I had to look up to spirit because I didn't know what it was. All right. I had no idea. I didn't know it was something new that they had on the sci-fi channel or what. You know, go out and, and sit in a house and ask questions into the into the air and record, you know, EVPs about two-spirit sexuality. No. Two-spirit sexuality is the two, two spirits as far as Native Americans are concerned. It's a queer native. Yeah, native it's, a, it's, a, it's a queer native. That's what it is. Uh, and don't get mad that I said queer because that's what they say. You're just reading it. Yeah. Moreover, preteens would get school per the post in the use of external and internal condoms, dental dams, and other contraceptives. Child psychologist Dr. Kelly Rabenstein is head over heels on this. I'm in love with the SICA standards. They discuss all aspects of human sexual development and relationships and promote better communications about uncomfortable topics. This knowledge both protects kids and prepares them. Currently, New York lacks any statewide sex ed mandate. Hence, local schools aside from themselves, and they said they're changing it up. They're going to change it. So what are they trying to prepare them for? Prostitution? No. No. No, they're it's trying to teach them to, to accept anything. World peace. is Exploitation what, that, is more the case. Yeah. Well, that too. Yeah. yeah but That's what they they're think, doing is exploiting these children. Wow. You know, how long has school's been teaching there is no absolute truth? Oh, a long time. How? I mean, when did that come along? That came in the 60s. In the 60s, Big there time. is no absolute truth. 
So if ev- there's no truth and everybody accepts everybody, because every we can everybody have has peace. their own truth. Yeah, yeah. so uh, that's we can called have a, world peace. Where I'm from, that's called an opinion, and everybody has a butthole too. Yes. Okay, that's what I'm just saying. All right, bottom line, everybody, you know, there is no you have your own truth stuff in this. No. There is truth, <clears throat> and there is the yeah, truth, you, you and then have, there's you can have your opinion. own opinions, but you can't have your own facts. Yeah, but, but but you know the states are so much controlled by the federal government right now. As far as financially, is what scares me. Is it we're is because so dependent on the federal government. It wouldn't be terribly surprising for Arkansas legislators to to figure out some way to to justify taking federal money in exchange for but, um, for teaching some of this garbage. But here's the key: what if it shows up in front of the education committee? Huh. And it's just one school that wants to teach it. Yeah. Do we say, well, they have the autonomous uh-huh. right to decide whether they want to teach this or not? Well, that's what no. we've been saying. That's well, exactly what, what we've what been saying. What would you bet they'd just go ahead and teach it and not tell anybody? Well, well there's some things that aren't that either, although I would have to say most peer, parents, if, if little Johnny or Mary came home and – and 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 said that they were learning about anal sex. You know, if it, yeah, I was just about to say something along that line. Parents would if, go, if, my, what? if I five year old, it's been a while since I've had a five year old, came home and, and just used the word anal. Daddy, yeah. what is anal? Yeah. Where did you hear that yeah. word? What, yeah. At school, we didn't have a. What, did a, you hear that good, on the playground? Yeah. That's just, what you would figure. You know, did, mm-hmm. did some kids just happen to mention this to you? Well, you know, just yeah. kids will mention weird stuff. You know, mm-hmm. sex education, uh, when, when we were in school, it wasn't called necessarily called, it was called biology. Uh, and, I mean, if you said sex education, everybody would, ooh. Do you remember back in the day, they used to take the boys to one room? And the girls. And the, the girls to another. They were and just and cracking they, the door. And they, you know, they were yeah, teaching. They were cracking the door. Well, they, they were teaching. <clears throat> about your ovaries and your Yeah, they were the, teaching plumbing. Yeah, yes. More than anything Yeah, else. but I think a lot of it was they were getting their foot in the door into an area that, that they wanted to be in. And now they've well, got to go in the into door. some of that. Yeah, I mean, well, in biology. Yeah, in biology. That's right. But that's where they well, taught none us. None of it was yeah. about the act of sex. No. None of it was uh, no. about that. It was just, no. you know, how many chromosomes this one had, chromosome, what type of chromosomes, just, and the difference all that between type. a boy yeah. and a girl. The but a boy the, was a boy what, and a girl was a girl. The difference. <laughs> and we right. were talking about, you know, <laughs> this, this go, take the, back to the 90s. Jocelyn Elders. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jocelyn Elders. It, yes. it popped in my mind. We were talking about who was that from Arkansas? <laughs> and she was the one that was wanting to have them teach boys how to use condoms yep. in class. All wanted classrooms to show them would have bananas. They had bananas and they had cucumbers. Yep. And they were, would place boys and girls would put condoms on them. Yep. Well, Let's tell them what to do in the front seat. Let's teach them what to do in the back seat. That's right. For, for some reason, this makes me think about Brexit. You know, but here they are. They tied on to an overwhelming, uh, overruling government to help them financially and to bring money into the country and, and promote free trade. And they found out this comes with strings attached to yeah, it. Yeah. This chains, money has strings with, attached with, with chains to it. Attached. And now when yeah. you look at the A states and, chain, yeah. and you hear the federal government talk about that, and we're like, hey, the federal government sends us so much great money every year. But guess what? It comes with strings attached. Not just it. strings, handcuffs. You know, handcuffs. Here's, here's one thing. Let, let's not be slimming. Yeah, well, a lead life jacket. 
Yeah, don't let this be lost. And, and this was, this is another huge difference between the two parties at right yes. now. Yeah, it is right now. This, this is Democrat. <clears throat> this is the, this is just what they love. I mean, it's all about the uh, perversion of sexual, you know, something that's natural. That is natural. But when you pervert it like a five-year-old, why does a five-year-old even have to broach the subject of sex? They That's a good question. Because the younger you can start teaching them, the more they'll absorb and well, the better the chance you have. They'll be. That's exactly and, and so, right. So, so one, of the, one of the easiest ways to teach people something outrageous is to just normalize it. You don't even have to tell them what you're teaching them. You just immerse them in it. And then it, it, just, it just becomes normalized. And so, well, why do we eat? Certain things. Why do we do certain things? I don't know. We just do it. That's if I just stood in front of a class as a teacher, and from the very moment I had the kids, I held up an orange and said, this is an apple. By the end of the, the school year, they would call an orange an apple. An apple. Especially, if, exactly they, what especially they would. if they had never been told what an orange was. Well, if, that's, and that's why no I'm saying yeah, earlier you right. get on the better. Yeah. Got to take a break. We're going to come back. Iverson Jackson's here. Artie Hopper's here. Paul Calvert's here. And uh, they never realized that we would get this deep uh, on the Dave Ellswick show. But the politicians are taking us there. Uh-oh. Don't forget about David Lucas and his ultimate retirement planning checklist. It will get you ready uh, for uh, retirement whenever you think you want to retire. I mean, you might want to do it at 60. You might want to do it at 50. My son got out of the out of the military. He's 20 years in. Got out of the military. Gets his uh, check and gets uh, uh, does a little bit of part time work on his own, and he does nothing else. He's retired. You know how old he is? Thirty seven. That's that's what he was planning on. He's thirty seven years old. Unbelievable. The ultimate retirement planning checklist will help you prepare for whatever age retirement comes, so that you got everything straight, so that your retirement doesn't go off the rails. Get a copy of this. The Ultimate Retirement Planning Checklist from David Lucas Financial. Go to davidlucasfinancial.com or call. Be one of the first 10 people today. Uh, 501-222-3315. 501-222-3315. Disclaimer, today's show is rated. <laughs> R. Yeah, R, basically. Restrict it. No children, please. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, and they're trying to pass a law. In New York State, says the state's new bill could up the dosage of sex education of a much more explicit elixir. Uh, They want to teach your children in New York. And I know you're saying, well, that's New York, Dave. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff that you're seeing in your state started in California and New York yeah, New and York. just made its yeah, way this, over here. It it, it, this, gets, it comes across. Yeah, this stuff pol- you know, pollutes uh, other cities around. Them. I lived in, uh, at uh, I was at Fort Monmouth, New Jersey, 91, 92, 93. A lot of the stuff that's just making it here now, uh, that was taking place in New York mm-hmm. when I was stationed up at Fort Monmouth. Yeah, stick a stake in yep. it before, before it gets here. Yep. And that means it's up to the state legislature mm-hmm. to take this stuff. And a lot of people will hear me talk about that. That ain't gonna get oh, anywhere. Yes, it will. Yes, it is. Look at your look at look at your culture around you. Yep. And is this the country you thought you would see no. just ten years, ten years ago? ago. Yeah, who, five years ago. years ago. Who would have thought just a few years ago that we would be having serious discussions about whether or not someone can change their sex? Well. 
who I would feel. have believed that we were going to have a state senator on today to tell us we're telling boys they can't play girls' sports. <laughs> well, I tell you, we should have made clear a long time ago what our definitions of boys and girls are and what there is absolutely Who thought it was clear? Who would have thought, <laughs> yeah. oh, no. thought that needed hey, to be Hey, we've seen it in our lifetime. Hey, you can study in the Bible. Uh, RD, I mean, sorry, man, I, I have ten sisters. It's clear the <laughs> you, difference you, between boys and yeah. girls. Hey, you understand it, yeah. but there's other people that need a sign. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this 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 Sika stuff teaches a five-year-old a, a gender identity. It instructs an eight-year-old on hormone <laughs> blockers to prevent puberty and transgender identifying preteens. Please, you. I know you're saying to yourself, what eight-year-old is worrying about hormones? I guess. But no, and, and they're not, but they want to start teaching them that early the, so they will not question it later. Yeah. Put the notion in their head. And this is a it's, Democrat senator, state senator. Yes, it is. Okay. All just, right, Republicans, in the state of, speak up. Well, here's the in key. The Again, I go back, and, and this is what upset me about 1619. You don't stop it now. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's going to be here before you know yep. what hits you. It's going to be taught everywhere. It should have been. It's stopped. already in over 40,000 schools. Nip, nip it in the bud. Yep. You know, that's what my daddy would have said. Mm-hmm. Nip it in the bud. That's mentioning pruning is what they're Tree. talking. Yep. All right. Then it's the same, same thing mm-hmm. here. Uh, you say, well, we don't need any law to prevent that. That's That's a law looking for a problem. No, there's the problem. Yeah. Better have a law to deal with it when it comes. You know, you think about all knocking the pe- at your door. People that are leaving blue states coming to red states, but they're bringing bringing, they're bringing their blue that crap state. with them. Well, yeah. And that's part of the problem is that so we've we've got we've got probably probably what we have coming is we've got some Democrats that aren't quite as nut job crazy, but they're still Democrats, they're still Democrats. And, and they're still left wing. And they're still uh, loyal to the party. Uh, well, Man. loyal or not, they're still loyal to some of these terrible ideas. Yes. They, they're still bringing some of their socialist garbage yep. to to our states. And you know, maybe that's not, look, let's understand that's not even socialist. No, 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 that's just hogwash. That's just that's perversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yep. just. I, I think this is founded on United Nations, one world order. Well, see, could start it with the yeah, UN if I know. Peace and harmony everywhere. There is no right and wrong. Everybody's got to accept everybody. So who's protecting the five-year-old? Yeah. That's up to daddy and mommy, and yeah. we'll see if they're will, they're up well, to the battle. Well, and that's, the, and that's part of the problem, too, is we've, we've blurred those lines as well in, in that we don't even accept the, the concept or the notion that um, parents have the authority over their children. Not it, anymore. It's, it's being blurred. Not, well, I, it's I, not only blurred, it's totally I, I changed. The, the children, I, your children belong to the, the state. state. Yeah. The, we're, They're the property yeah, of the state. Which is takes the a village, use. brother. Yes. You hear that over and I over? It sounds good, but yeah. <laughs> upon closer well, inspection. See, they said that, and what went through people's minds at that time was – when I grew up, yes, on the neighborhood, yep. if you were doing something bad, Mrs. Jones would see you, and, and she, she said, "Davy, what are you doing?" Yep, you know. <clears throat> okay, and they had a They said that was a village raising that child. That's not what they meant. No, they talking about they're, they are talking about the government. That's right. Yeah, not, yeah, when, not your neighbors. When, yeah, that when you talk to your, your children neighbor to. straightened you out when you were eight years old. 
that's partly because they had a relationship with your parents. Yeah, that's right. And, and, and they and, knew your neighbors. Uh, right. And so that's that's I mean, just like if, if I see one of my neighbor's kids getting in trouble, you know, I, I'm probably either going to call their parents or maybe do something about it myself to keep them from getting killed. And, hey, let me tell you what I've I've gone to my neighbors before. You know, we don't have as many kids in my neighborhood as we used to. But there was a couple that were running around in the middle of the night ringing doorbells. Oh. And I knew I found out who it was. <laughs> All right, I found out who it was. And I went and knocked on them on their, their uh, parents' door. And How I said, old were they, Dave? You know, uh, about four, 14. About okay. 14. Okay. And, you know, they thought they were cool. Yeah. And so I, I went and knocked on the door of the, of the parents. I won't tell you who they were. You would you would know their names if I told you. Okay. And, uh, and told them. I said, hey, they're doing this. doing. Oh, I can't believe that. And I said, well, the last time they did, I said they left a dirty diaper on my on my porch and, and here it is. And by the way, I know that your youngest wears these kind of diapers. Oh. And they're, they, they, they were ready to start picking up floor tile with the, the bottom <laughs> jaw. All right. And I said, I'm not, gonna, I'm not coming here making stuff up. Yeah. You got a problem. And I'm going to tell you, there's some people have been talking about, I'm going to have a shotgun at the front, my front door. I'm getting wow. tired of people just banging at my door in the middle of the night. Somebody's going to get hurt. Do something. It stopped. All right. News. We'll be back. We got more. All right. Back with you. We're going to switch gears just a little. A little. Not a, little. a lot. <laughs> We're just switching them a little bit here. We just got done talking about sex education in New York and what's going on at their state legislature. And... Here's what I want to make sure that everybody understands. I bring this up as a warning shot. Consider this as you're out in the ocean, you're on a military vessel, and somebody tells you to stop, and you don't stop, and they they, they send a shot over your bow. Mm -hmm. You better stop, okay? And you need to do something about it. Here, here Here's the key we got. We got to do something about that, but we didn't do something about what we're going to talk about here in just a moment. And now we got a whole can of worms. I fought for women's sports when I was in, in college and then when I was early on in my broadcast career. I did sports play-by-play. -play, and I always thought that the girls' sports deserved as much coverage as the boys' sports did. And I called high school baseball for both. Dan Plezak on MLB on Major League Baseball tonight. Mm -hmm. I called him when he was a pitcher at Crown Point High School in <laughs> Indiana, and uh, and they did, of course, boys football, boys basketball. Now I'm from Indiana. Basketball is near religion in Indiana, and girls basketball. That whole let's play front court, back court oh, yeah. crap. Well, that didn't that. that didn't cut it. <laughs> They wanted to change that for a while, and they finally did. It was great. And now watch the girls' game, the women's game, I guess is the better way to call it for colleges. But uh, unbelievably how good they are. Mm -hmm. It really is. And, uh, uh, I mean, they, they put – there would be a lot of guys standing out on court holding their jock straps with some of these women, the way they move. I mean, they can – the spin moves, mm -hmm. the scoop shots, the whole nine yards. And uh, – We've we've invited State Senator Missy Irvin on with us today. You know, you know uh, the State Senator. She's been on my show a lot. Uh, Beth Stelzer is on as well. She's with a national organization that uh, this whole gender identity thing. 
where a boy can suddenly say he's a female and so he's able to come across and play female sports what this is doing is destroying female sports it's destroying it i mean you all read the story uh, if you didn't read it you heard about it because i talked about it about the uh, the guy that went into girls weightlifting and blew up all the 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 state records and everything which is, which is no surprise whatsoever well of course not, not. No, of course not god designed our bodies differently women have no this wait body. no you can't say that number one <laughs> you said anyway. god and you can't say god anymore stop all right anyway hey beth how are you thanks for joining us and missy always a pleasure and thank you guys for taking this up and uh and beth coming in to, to talk about this here in in arkansas i've been wor- i've been i've been telling everybody it was coming it started like over in connecticut i said it's going to march across the united states you better be ready for it are you there beth i'm not hearing anybody we got him now okay beth we got you now go ahead Great. Thanks for the opportunity, Dave. You are right. This will indeed destroy women's sports by allowing males to self-ID into the female category. It's just not right. We haven't even had Title IX for 50 years. Mm -hmm. And what Biden is doing is erasing all of that. It's just not fair to our girls, and it's not fair to women. Well, I've got one of my my favorite awards that I have that sits on in my bookcase— is a brass clock that's engraved by the Women's Sports Foundation. And I was uh, told that I had the uh, the best women's sports coverage, and I did it with high school fast-pitch softball. Huh. I mean, that's, it's awesome. a, that's exciting as baseball, if you oh, ask. Yeah. I, look, I'm a baseball player. I watch those girls play, and they're doing that chicken hop and all of that, rooster hop or whatever they call it, and they're they're at the very edge of that that circle, and they're whipping that ball in. I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of major league ball players that barely hit their weight as it is. They'd be hitting below their weight if they had to try to hit that ball. It's amazing, it really is. Women's sports are as great as men's sports now, and it 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 just ticks me off that we. It was so hard fought to get women's sports to get the monies that they had coming uh, to be able to play the sports that they wanted to play, and you and you got you got this what's going on. And uh, let me get the state senator on. What is it that you're trying to do, uh, Missy, on on this issue? Thanks for having me on, Dave. It's it's great to hear uh, hear talk with you again. So we have filed um, me along with Representative Sonia Barker, who is a high school um, girls tennis coach. I'm a former high school girls soccer coach, and uh, we, together with the Republican Women Legislative Caucus, have taken this on as our number one, you know one of our top priorities to get passed. So we have filed the Fairness and Women's Sports Act. It's a piece of legislation that we've worked on for months. Um, it was ready to go on February 1st, and uh, we dropped it when we had our press conference. Um, and it's really to, to ensure that there's fairness in women's sports in the state of Arkansas for to protect those, those women's sports. And it allows for an individual and a school to bring a cause of action um, because clearly they have been hurt and they need a legal course of action, and that's what the bill does. 
this is amazing to me that we're even having have one this discussion and number two that in the courts of the united states of america that science has been thrown out the window and they said well he thinks he's a girl i won't see any problem with the plan Artie. Let me, can I, yeah. can I jump in and, yeah. and talk about that? Sure. Because you're, you're right, and this is about sex. And let's talk about identifying. Mm-hmm. That's a very dangerous, slippery slope. Oh, yes. And so our laws in, the, in America have to be based and founded in fact. And, <laughs> you know, that's the same issue here. This is about fact. It's about science. There are reasons why we ban performance-enhancement drugs, because you're altering your biology to gain a competitive advantage there is no difference between a performance enhancement drug or the use of steroids which we have seen we have seen major um, sports figures be denied you know places in the hall of fame or um, and denied uh, titles got stripped of titles because they used performance enhancement drugs illegally that's why barry bonds is not in the hall of fame yet Mm -hmm. correct that's right and um and Lance Armstrong. Yeah. I mean, no, no, no. right. So, so again, you cannot, you know, literally, you, you cannot try to alter your own biology to gain a comparative competitive advantage. Well, there's no different than what the what happened in Connecticut. You know, if you're a man, you have a stronger competitive advantage physio- physiologically and biologically. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you as, quote, identifying as a female gains a competitive advantage. Really, that's the bottom line. And so, you know, we, we need there to – there's got to be consistency. And, um, and this will destroy girls' sports. And we've worked so hard. I worked my tail end off to get a girls' soccer program into Mountain View High School. Soccer, you know, it's a baseball town and it's a basketball town, and that's awesome. I'm a huge fan of baseball, softball, basketball, football. I'm I'm a huge fan. But these young ladies wanted to play soccer. They needed a team. They needed to experience that. They needed to know what being a part of a team was about. And, you know, and it was tremendous for those young ladies. They were pioneers, and it led them to greater things. I actually had one that got a college scholarship in soccer. Good for and, her. Yeah, and another one that got a college uh, scholarship in basketball, who was another also a soccer player, also was our uh, kicker on the football team. So, you know, girls need to have the ability to have a level playing field. And what you will find if this continues down this path is you're going to find men's sports and men's sports. And that's, that's, that's exactly so, right. That's so wrong. Well, you yeah, know, we, we fought we against that from opposite. the beginning. You'll have men's That's sports right. and you have cross-dresser sports. Well, well go ahead. Artie yeah. wanted something here. Go ahead, Artie. And just right off, I, I appreciate that, but it needs to go both. I think, to be fair, it goes both It goes both ways that we separate them and, and keep them separate. But, Missy, one thing, uh, uh, one thing that you talk about, one thing that we know is definitions. In a bill, the most important part of a bill is the definitions. You can take the definitions and change a bill completely, as you very well know. So uh, does your bill define what a woman is and what a man is, and does it source any authority for making that decision? Can I just say, and that just blows my mind that we got to tell people what a boy is and what a girl is. But it's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead, Missy. That's the world we're in. I know. 
Right. So, so what this, I mean, so that's a, what's important to this is that you, you know, with, you would go to a physician to, um, to, for them to clarify what your, uh, what your sex is. And um, and that that would be a biological assessment, and it's a, it's based on biological sex. Yeah, it, not it, on it, a document. It's actually based on your anatomy. Okay, so the yeah, <laughs> see how crazy that is. But you can change your birth certificate now. Right, that's you correct. can change it, so Beth. What 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 what's the name of your organization? First of all, Save Women Sports. Okay, Save Women Sports, and. Uh, did you play sports when you were in college or or whatnot? I didn't play sports so much in high school and college. I found powerlifting later in life, and it really empowered me through a lot of things. And it helped me realize the threats that are under attack and how these girls are basically bullied into silence so they can't speak up for themselves yeah. on this issue. And, and it, it's, it is basically absurd that we're saying that females' rights end where other feelings begin. Yep, you're, you're exactly right. Listen, I've got to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk some more about this. We've been talking, uh, and we're talking with State Senator Missy Irvin. We're talking about uh, Steltzer, and we're talking about, I can't believe that i got to talk about this, <laughs> that boys are, that are boys cannot play girls' sports. All right. You can't just decide that you're a girl suddenly. We'll be back. Maybe they need to have a new brand of sports, co-ed sports. Just play co-ed. I don't, you know, have that in the middle. You can play boys sports. You can play girls sports if you're a girl. But if you're, you can't figure out what you are, you can play co-ed. All right. So Dave Ellswick show here on uh, 101.1 FM, The Answer. Don't forget about my uh, friend Dustin Turner. Uh, you don't have to stage your house. You don't have to show your home. You don't have to do open houses. So you got to give up a weekend or whatever. So uh, strangers can come tromping through your 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 home and then tell you, you know, if I w- lived here, I would do this. You know, I don't care. You don't live here yet, so you know, be quiet. But bottom line is, I don't want to go through all of that. So I'll just give Dustin a call. He'll come in. He'll make a really nice competitive cash offer to me. And it will be finished, done, through, and I don't have to deal with it. Dustin Turner with the home uh, team brokered by EXP Realty will give you an instant cash offer. We like that in our society now. An instant uh, cash offer. Now, I mean, we got instant cookers. Why not an instant cash offer? Give him a call, 501 952 2969. 501-952-2969, or go visit him online, hometeamsoldit.com. That's hometeamsoldit.com. We continue the Dave Ellswick Show. Our guest, State Senator Missy Irvin. You know Missy up there in oh, the yeah. Stone County. She's been on my show many, many times. Beth Deltzer is with us, uh, and she is with the national organization. Give it to me again, the name. Save women sports. Save. And we're grassroots and nonpartisan. Pretty, pretty easy to remember, supposedly, except when it comes to me. All right, save <laughs> women sports. So, what got you into this, Beth? What was the straw that broke the camel's back? So 
as I mentioned before, I kind of found powerlifting later in life, and I decided that I should enter a competition. So I worked very hard as a mom to carve out that time to train and spend just as much time in the kitchen making my meals. And when the big day came, it was ruined because a male wasn't allowed to compete in the women's state championships, and he threw a big protest about it. And now he's trying to sue my home state of Minnesota. Oh, my God. I worked at WCCO up there in Minnesota, and I got to be honest with you. I went up there, I was expecting all these strapping, you know, people who believed in, in, you know, in, I don't know, conservative causes. And I got up there and I was like, what? <laughs> it wasn't Luckily, like that at I'm all. in the rural area. Oh, and good for you. Good. More in the metro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was, I was right there uh, in Eden, Minnesota, is where I, where I lived at. And it was crazy. That was one of the craziest two years I've ever spent. Anyway. Things have really the, changed there, yeah. Yeah, let me One let me thing move I would away. like to mention about this fight is that places like the Women's Sports Foundation, yeah. things that you would expect to be advocating for women, are actually advocating for prepubescent transitioned boys to what? Still compete as girls. What? So Yes. Susan Butcher would raise crap so, if she heard that. I mean, she's not around anymore. <laughs> Nancy Hogshead yeah, and some of the others. I... Is it, it, they're all, and Nan, Martina Navratilova, they've all signed on to this women's policy working group, which is supposedly working towards women's rights. But when you start to dig carefully, they're allowing, quote, transitioned kids to still oh, play with the girls. Gosh. They're pushing transitioning, in, in our opinion. And we need to save our girls. And we have serious issues of rapid onset gender dysphoria in this country that we need to deal with. So what's going to happen? This is Paul Calvert here. What's going to happen throughout the coming years when these boys slash men are resetting female records? They're setting, resetting probably some weight records, probably maybe some track and field records. There's no maybe's well, we, about it, Paul. Yeah, they they are. are. I'm sure they Common are. Sense. <laughs> we we all know what will happen. We've seen these two boys entering in track competitions in Connecticut. They now have 15 state championships and multiple state titles. And the next generations of girls will not see an asterisk on that board to say that that was actually a boy to set that mm-hmm. record. So, so, I mean, what so, kind so, of message are we sending? So when this nonsense kind of gets straightened back out, because surely this isn't going to keep going. I and mean, this is this is hogwash foolishness. Don't bet on it. There weren't <laughs> people know. like State Senator Missy Irvin and others and the Women's Republican Caucus, mm-hmm. they wouldn't wouldn't be moving uh, to, to stop it. Missy, what what's the Arkansas Athletic Association saying right now? Well, I mean, I just I want I want to talk about Beth and her organization, Save Women's Sports, y'all. I, everybody that's out there listening, if you believe that this is the right thing to do, get involved. These girls need your voice, and we as conservatives, or and it, and it's a nonpartisan organization, so. You know, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. If you believe that this is the right thing to do, speak up. Because these young girls need your voice. They need you to get out there and advocate and say this is wrong. So I I just want to applaud Beth and what she's doing. She's really been out there on this. And she's on Twitter and Facebook. And, you know, people need to follow her. They need to support her. They need to support what she's doing. They need to support American uh, Alliance for Defending Freedom and the organization that came in and helped those girls, those young girls in Connecticut, bring a lawsuit. 
so we cannot be silent anymore. And um, and so we've we've got to take that head on. And so, you know, I'm proud of the work that our legislature does, and I'm proud of the work of these legislators. I mean, we are digging in on this, and and just like what Beth said, when you're shattering these, you know, state records. I mean, a little girl is going to get so discouraged because they're going to go, why should I even try to beat that? Because there's no way I can. So, I mean, immediately it just throws cold water on that little girl's aspirations or her dreams. Well, it sure does. And I mean, and and we know that, you know, being active in women's sports, for you as a person, that helps you so much. It helps you gain a leadership positions you know high majority of women ceos played sports when they were in high school and in college and so now that that helps them with their leadership or helps them with their skills helps them with teamwork and so you know there is definite benefit to participating and being active in girls sports and women's sports all throughout your life just like beth was talking about how it helped her as a mom i've been there i'm a professional dancer um, so I know exactly what she's like. I was basically an athlete, but I was a professional dancer, and it was hard when I had children, and you know, I missed that part of my life. And I was gratefully able to go back to it after I had my children and dance professionally again. So, you know, there we strive. People, women like us, I say, that are in leadership positions or that are go getters, right? We. You know, we are competitive people, and we like to be able to compete. We just want to be able to compete fairly. And and we also want to see, you know, this protected for girls. Sports need to be an area that's just protected for girls because there's so many benefits to sports for girls and for women. And so it definitely needs to be protected and and so it's you know it's a it's a real challenge. But the fairness in women's sports bill, we're going before the Senate Education Committee this afternoon. Good. Beth is there to testify for the bill. We Great. also have Matt Sharp with ADF coming in. But as you know, it's going to be an interesting um, committee. I, ha- I have a, a few a few folks on there that are uh, that are obviously going to be probably against this bill. Joyce Elliott on it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you know what she's going to say. <laughs> is uh, who who else is on there that that I that I probably know is going to be a no vote against whatever you're doing? Well, yeah, you can just look up the committee. I gotcha. <laughs> and I don't know for sure. I mean, maybe you know, maybe they they will will vote. Maybe uh, reason, we'll maybe see. reason <laughs> will win out. Okay, we'll we'll right. we'll hold that. All right, we'll prepare. We'll get. We'll hope for the best and prepare for the worst. Uh, State Senator Missy Irvin, thanks so much, Beth. Thank you for coming on. Save Women's Sports. We'll put your link up on my Facebook page. Make sure people go to it, and we will talk to you down the line. we got to get a break in. We're coming up another hour in just a moment with the power panel on the Dave Ellswick Show. Yeah.
We're into the second hour. First hour flew by. Woohoo! I mean, flew by. It's great. Uh, and I think this hour will do the same. Coming up at 745, don't miss uh, the Attorney General's coming on, Leslie Rutledge, and she'll be talking about SB 450, which we just talked about with uh, the, the sponsor, State Senator Missy Irvin, and then Beth Stelzer, who's from the Save Women's Sports Foundation. She's uh, come in to... to uh, of course, uh, act as a witness for the bill. Now, I thought we heard Mitzi say it was going up, and Missy go- said it was going up in front of education, but Paul looked it up. Looks like it's heading to judiciary. That's that's what it said. It can be put in any it, it, place they want to. It can, but I mean, it may, maybe it's being changed, and, and obviously I'm not. Um, so um, it, with that in mind, okay, let's bring up the, uh, the Senate education committee so in senate education who's on that committee Ms. irvin is the chair okay and joyce Elliott's vice chair linda chesterfield um jane english lance eads greg lettings james sturge charles beckham and so that if it, if it really does go to um to education committee well i i understand her her um concerns about that because it's not i mean joyce Elliott, linda chesterfield and Eads or uh, Letting, Greg Letting are both are all three Democrats, yeah, and will there and, 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 and they will vote for a, a bill against a bill just because it's not a D bill. And then James Sturch is he's probably okay on that on that bill maybe unless he does I'm, unless he gets a phone call maybe. <laughs> and so and so if 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 they don't have um um five Republican rear ends in their seats then. They, to then make all, it go the, for a walk like the phone call. Yeah, right. Talking right. About. So all, all that has to happen is Joyce Ellett or Linda Chesterfield request a, um, a roll call vote, vote, and and they can't pass it. Okay. With that in mind, now, if it goes to the judiciary where Alan Clark is the chair, mm-hmm. uh, we got quite a few Republicans on that oh, uh, yeah. particular yeah, I mean, the committee. The judiciary committee is, is, is made up of um, Alan Clark, Stephanie Flowers, Bob Ballinger, Trent Garner, Jim Hendren, Blake Johnson, Terry Rice, and Gary Stubblefield. Okay, and so Man, I mean, and so that, that's a that's a pretty solid committee as as far as that goes. I mean, I, I mean, Alan Clark is one of my favorite senators down there, and and I like really like Bob Ballinger, and and Trent Garner's pretty solid on issues like this. I think, and I don't know, I don't know what Jim Hendren will do on this Stubblefield issue. solid Stubblefield solid is, solid yeah. is, is a solid individual. Um. Um, again, Gary Stubblefield is one of my another one of my favorite. Oh yes, yeah, he's and, a great guy. And, and, um, he is. And, and I don't think there'll be any issue with with Blake Johnson or Terry Rice. And so, I, yeah, Rice I, is Terry good. Rice he's is a solid good. conservative. And so, so the Judiciary Committee. I mean, it's let, let me find the actual bills on this the current agenda. Let me see. But it's SB four five zero four five. Yeah, and um, so if you show up over there, show up early. I guess it's going to be in the, right after lunch. Is what they're saying, right? Well, you know, I'm not seeing it on their agenda on the Judiciary yeah. Committee, and so I, I and the Judiciary is not scheduled to meet today. Anyway. Okay, well then it's not going there. But, it must be going to education. But I didn't see it on the Education Committee either, so I, I don't know what to think. Um, Maybe the website wasn't updated. Well, I, I, when, I, when I looked up, so so the, here's the Senate Committee on Education, and there's um, like eight or ten bills on there. 
Um, one's by Joyce Elliott to establish the conditions under which a public school district. Right, shall, don't matter. Yeah, uh, no. Well, here's the bottom line. Right. Who? Oh, wait a second. Who's who's <laughs> what? I must have looked at the wrong one because there's there's apparently more than one sports. So here here it is to act to create the Fairness in Women's Sports Act. Okay, it's SB three fifty four. It is on the three fifty four. All right, right. And so there's I don't know what this other SB four fifty is. Let me. I don't know. Okay, it you look like at another. that, and, and when you got it straight, you come back on the show. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, anyway, back, <laughs> this happened to me yesterday. I, I, Kenny wow. Wallace sent me a, a text that, Dave, I told you there was a special election in Cabot tomorrow. No, it's not. It's in June. Wow. Well, because the other SB 450 okay, is to so. create the Gender Integrity and Reinforcement Legislation for Sports. Act to create a legal cause of action for violation of the gender integrity. Well, there may be more, wow. out, may there, more than one, one out there, which is good. Yeah. But you said how many people are co-sponsoring three five four? Oh, the three. Um, let me find it again here. It's a bunch, actually. There's um, that's, so, that's what that I'm makes thinking. more sense. Yes, right. So there's um, senators are um, Irvin Beckham, Bledsoe, Alan Clark. Um, Davis, Jane English, Trent Garner, Gilmore. So that is judiciary. Kim Hammer, oh, well, they're Hester, here in education Johnson, too. There, Mark Johnson, Jason Rapert, Stubblefield, Wallace. Okay. Representatives. There's a whole bunch. Of as guys. I said, as I said, yep. everybody who's a senator got R by the name should be co-sponsoring Co-sponsor. this, and those in the House the same way right. it should be like so, 75 yeah. Republicans co-sponsoring this bill, and it should have no problem and. God, you know, help the governor if he even waffles any <laughs> no, I don't think on this. Can. And he, he's not going to. No, he, he's not he going can't to. do it. He's not but, going to do it. Wow. But, you know, my question is, uh, they should get this passed. And I believe that every committee should reflect the percentage of elected Republicans or Democrats in the state and quit stacking committees so you can so you can block things. But besides that, which should be done, uh, are they ready to stand up to the federal government? We have an example several times where the federal You're government— You're going to get to answer, ask that question because the attorney general is going to be right. on talking about this bill All right. at a quarter till eight. Good deal. Okay, so—and that that's why they're passing these, these bills is so that they can get into the courts and fight it. Yeah, but you know, I, I just can't even fandom a Democrat voting against this. You know, cause just about everybody's got children, grandchildren, some type of association I, I th- uh, with th- with a female that play a, a child. Let's just keep it with children that plays sports. And you know, you wouldn't want. I've got all girls. Mm-hmm. You know, so you think in terms of of if my girls were competing against boys, you know, unless they're like two years old, even I, I then, think, I think there might it's be just such a I difference. Think there might be some kind of tension with some of these Democrats because of the the women's rights agenda that they have. And then they're coupled with this. But this, other, this is a violation of women's rights. And so I think there's going to be some tension there. And so because I obviously we have the 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 fact that women are just going to be kicked out of some sport. That's just that's just where it's going to go. It's just kind of the nature of it. And unless there's just not enough boys to actually. What, you know, what, what, you, what are you talking about? Fairness. What, what is fair? Uh, I mean, you can there be a mediocre. No you can be a that. mediocre boy. If, mm-hmm. You know, if you're a boy right. in sports, you can be mediocre. Playing against in some cases, most and go over to the girl. To the girls. Yeah, I could have been good at basketball. I'm, I'm not very good at sports. I'm tall and lanky. People think I ought to be good at basketball. I just wasn't. 
So you'd be uh, a superstar on the girls' team. I could have been great on the girls' team. <laughs> Although there's there's females now that are oh, as yes. tall as you oh, are. Oh, there are girl, girl female basketball players out and there. And they would take you to me. school they in the paint, bro. absolutely oh, yes. take me to school. Oh, yes. That's the reason <laughs> archery is cool. I went and watched an archery competition one time where them practicing. Yeah. And there's little, there 70-pound girls in the sixth grade that were beating, you know, the big senior you know, hunters. Yeah, that so that's more about skill because that's about skill and accuracy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and not archery is is a pretty neat sport because it no, levels the field. Iverson, are you yeah. saying there's no skill to <laughs> hand a football to a running back and him no. finding the <laughs> hole? Hey, did you ever see Forrest Gump? <laughs> <laughs> run, Forrest! Yes, yeah. I saw that. You saw that? Just catch the ball and run. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But there's but there's a big there's a big difference between a sev- a seventy pound girl shooting a bow. Versus a seventy-pound girl carrying a football through a, a, a yeah. Let me, let me explain. Right. Let me let me pick up on that because when I was in college in intramural sports, uh, not not in collegiate sports, but intramural sports, you had men's teams, you had women's teams, and you had co-ed had teams. Co-ed. All right, because I played co-ed flag football. Yeah, you know, with our little sisters in my fraternity, yeah. but. Uh, and I was really good. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> those girls beat when, you when up. The girls, when the girls checked in, it was really good. And I, I don't know how, how it worked with yours, but if I understand it correctly, at least some of those co-ed sports teams, they required a certain number of girls, didn't they? On the field at all right. times. And, and so it was a, they still actually recognized gender. You could have yes, all girls did. if you wanted to, but you couldn't have all boys. Yes. Right. That's a totally different mindset when yep. you when you have co-ed sports. Sure, they're, uh, they're recognizing that you're saying girls, a girl playing in a boy sport or boys mm-hmm. playing in a girl sport. The co-ed, okay, I we get got, that. That's we got cool. co-ed bathrooms now, <laughs> and even with co-ed ba- with the bathrooms where a, a boy can go into a girl's, they won't take that. They they say you're that's still of, discriminating yeah. against us by having a separate bathroom for us. So anyway. It's it's a what was it that uh, Lou Reed said in Lola? It's a mixed up, screwed up no, world. Screwed up yeah, world. absolutely. Yeah. All yeah. right, we got a break to do here, and and that was talking about this issue, yes. not girls' sports, but gender identity. All right, PI Roofing wants you to know they're ready to come on out. Look, it was nice yesterday. Woo, it was nice. I went out walking, did three miles. It was a great day yesterday. I'm going out today after uh, I got a meeting with uh, Gina Martin, Little Rock Tours. Got some trips coming. You're not going to want to miss. And uh, get home. I'm going to go do about another three miles and then hit the weights. Get the big bar out. Got to love that stuff. I love it. But I can't do it when it's cold because everything is out in the garage. Uh, Next year, I'm going to have a heater out in my garage. You know, one of those that you put in the wall so I can go and lift during the winter as well. Well, PI, that's not what PI Roofing does. They don't lift, all right? They do lift, but it's shingles and things of that nature. But they will come out, walk on your roof, make sure uh, that it is in good working order. Uh, by just walking on it, they can tell. If they hit spongy wood, they're going to get in there and move up some things and take a look. I'm just telling you. They're going to take a look at it and might say, you know, you need a – you need a, a a big area fixed, or they might say you need a new roof. Now, or they might say it's all all right. Whatever they say, they're going to back it up. If they've got to fix it, they'll sit down with your insurance company's appraiser, get it approved, 
you make sure that you know if you got a, a, a copay, you got to come up with a deductible. You'll pay that, but that that's all your pay. They'll take the other part of that money from your insurance company. They work it out so that it doesn't put you in the poorhouse. That's PI Roofing. Call them 707-3551, 707-3551, or you can visit them online at piroofing.com. We're back here on the Dave Ellswick. We didn't go anywhere, okay? I always say we're back. It sounds like we left and we ran around the Brock or something and then we showed back up. No, we didn't. We yeah, sat here we, we and We continued discussion. We just <laughs> sat here and chewed the bull with each other. And it may not have been even talking about anything important, <laughs> although it was important to us at the time, you know, as far as that. Uh, there was one thing that um, the uh, the state senator did not answer, and that was about where does the Arkansas Athletic Association stand on, uh, you know, boys identifying as girls and playing in girls sports. Uh, I just got a text that says that the AAA is good with this legislation. Great. So I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. I, because they have been, how's the best way to put this? Silent mm. <laughs> on saying anything about this. Interesting. So if, so if y'all want to go see it, and I'll probably try to be there this afternoon, it looks like it's going to run today at, at 2 p.m. or upon adjournment of the Senate at the old Supreme Court room. Oh, that's a good room. So, so they get more room. Th- there is some room there. Uh, but that's and the, that's why they did it. May, may, well, and well, those those meeting rooms over in unless they do the big room. Yeah, they can they can go over to the the Mac building. Yeah, have some the really Mac, big rooms. The Mac, the Mac. But yeah, meeting that, rooms that, are not that the big. The old Supreme no. Court room is one of the biggest biggest committee rooms yes, over there. Absolutely and, um, good. I'm glad to hear that. But that's over. Um, it's um, what is that? That's on the. Um, on the second floor. That is on the yeah, second, second floor, floor second right side. at the top of the, se- yeah. the steps. Right, and so on the other side from I think uh, the, uh, the treasurer's. It's, it's right office. Un- it's right underneath the the um, the Senate. Senate. Yeah. Senate. So let me take your phone with you and record some stuff if you would. Okay. You know, yeah. and, and and that's it's actually all recorded on the. Um, well, that's right. Yeah. We can yeah. go pull it off the. Yeah, they'll, the, get, the they'll, they'll be better audio. Do me a audio favor if you can get Joyce Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, go up in here, and I know she'll vote against it. If she, yeah. if she now she votes for it, yeah. it's news too. Yeah, but I mean, let's get her reasoning. Yeah, behind her mm-hmm. vote. Yeah, I'd no, like so to hear it. It'll be it'll be interesting, and she she may she may comment. It'll be interesting to see her 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 um, discussion. I'm sure there'll be people signed up to speak for and against the bill, so it'll probably be somewhat of a um, uh, maybe a little bit of a dog and pony show. What is it? The well, human human rights. What's their, their, their organization yeah, here? I don't know. Human rights organ, organization, or whatever. Who knows who will show up for you this? Know, bottom should, line, it, it should be interesting to see it, though. So I, I'm planning to be there. But and if you want to show up for this, you probably ought to be early because the yeah. seating will be limited. If you're not there early enough, you're going to be put off into a. They don't let you stand. Uh, um, yeah, no, they they won't. They'll they'll no, make they won't you. Let you stand. They'll put you, you in one of the side rooms. Yeah, there'll they'll be a, an overflow room for it if, if there's not enough room. Usually you have in, a TV in those. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll have a big, I think so they have watch a big it. screen, like a, maybe about a 10-foot screen or something yeah. like that. I've got a quick question for our listeners out there. I'd like to hear them call in. If we're going to make a law that says that the boys cannot play on the girls' team, should the girls be able to play on the boys' team? Should the law – a guy at work asked me the – Said the other day that the girls played out for the baseball team, so made out for the baseball team. So he signed up for the girls softball team. But there so. is a difference in that. There, there is a difference, but because still, girls can play little league, right? 
all right they can play in little league right but, now which is different than uh you know well, boys are not playing in, public, little, in public schools should it go both ways if the girls in high school i mean i'm not talking about in the fifth the five-year-olds but in high school if the if the uh, where they have a decided boys where they have a decided and scientific and, and it's it, there's no dispute on this you know they come in and they're going to blow out the girls sports you know most girls going over to play football aren't going to blow out no you high school football you have to, you ha- a girl has to be a freak in order to play football no no you don't have to no. be a freak well, I, mean, I mean you can be, be a abnormal. kicker she has to be abnormal you can be a kicker i mean you can do that you could be a quarterback to be honest with you but uh, to, you know i had some abnormal what you're talking girls in my class there were some girls right. that were athletes and, and, and there, in my and class. there are some there's some there's some like that there was four of them in my class and right. they could just about play any sports that the boys could play but if you're just talking about fairness you know mm-hmm. uh keeping one gender out of the other gender's because um, mm-hmm. yeah, it gets I into the locker room. Yeah. I mean, yes. the, then you got the shower issue. And I think girls, that probably think you, I, is I the biggest issue, issue of why it ways. shouldn't be allowed. I agree. And, and, and like you said, boys don't behave the same when you mix <laughs> girls in with them. They don't behave <laughs> no. the same. Isn't it? I, so I believe as far when it comes to the bathrooms issue and using the showers and everything else, that if you do it one way, you should do it both ways. All right. Let's take a, a caller. Willie is with us. Willie, what you got for us? Can you imagine putting a boy on a girl's wrestling team or putting a girl on a boy's wrestling team? I don't have to it's imagine happened. it anymore. It happens. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. Didn't say it wasn't. It's like it's just like Beth said. She's a power lifter. Yeah. You put a, 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 a man in with women mm-hmm. lifting weights, and I'll guarantee you the men will – normally win sure because the, the the effort that it takes a man to build muscle is so much less than it is for a woman men have testosterone which builds muscle it's just it's just men are built different and they're awash in it we're men well i mean <laughs> you know, i think god hey, Dave, was smart enough to what will he what about the dna well yeah they don't they don't pay attention to dna don't you know that your feelings override scientific fact. Unreal. Yeah, that's just, it's the way it is, Willie. <laughs> well, you, that's why we're passing, getting, trying to get this law passed, is because craziness. And why I talk about stories in New York right now where they want to teach five-year-olds about gender identity. What do you... What the crap is that all about? Eight years old, hormones, and how you can change in and be a girl. I was talking, first time I heard this story, my uh, friend of ours that we were having dinner with, I don't name my friends on the air anymore because they end up getting audited on their taxes. (laughs) But the bottom line is we were talking about there was this boy who was raised in a family with six girls. And... He wanted to be as much a part of the family as anybody else wanted to be. So they were all, the girls were all together and they were painting each other's nails and stuff. So he sat down and let them paint his nails and stuff because he wanted to be part of everything, right? Now, but they bring that picture out now and show it and he wants to fight about it, okay? But I'm just telling you that, uh, you know, kids don't pay any attention to that when they're young. No. They don't pay any attention to that at all. 
not in the slightest. So anyway, but they're trying to they're seek us talking about the people dealing with this sex education thing. The first sentence in their mission statement is sex education is the easiest way to societal change. change. So it has nothing to do with... It has nothing to do about sex. It has everything to do with societal change. If you you can get it outside of marriage and you can get get it to the point where it's it's cheap and, and no more significant than a game of checkers... And obviously some people don't even – we were talking about that earlier. This is beyond yeah. just sex, though, yeah. Paul. Now they're talking gender identity. Mm-hmm. Now they're, they're, mm-hmm. they could get in and make a kid wonder, was, was I supposed to be a girl? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm just telling you that's what's yeah. going on. All right, Rush is up. Let's get to Rush, and then we'll be back. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> uh, I helped clean my house <laughs> uh, last uh, Thursday. Because we had a bunch of people over for my grandson's birthday, fourth birthday party. And man, I'm I'm buying I'm waiting for the new ones to get in, but these uh certificates for St. Clarity residential cleaning, I'm buying about three of them so that I can get my house deep cleaned and I don't have to do it. I'm just telling you, it was a hassle. I got a special discount on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a special forward. discount. Is it, I mean, what is it? Is it half off? Yeah, we got 50% off for them. Wow. It's a good deal. I mean, usually you pay 200 bucks if you got a house that's 1,500 square foot or smaller, and they'll and they'll do a deep clean. And uh, a deep clean is where, you know, you walk out the house and you walk back in, and it smells nicer in your house than it does outside. <laughs> and uh, the bottom line is that, uh, that that's that's 200 We'll sell you a certificate so you get it for $100. And the same thing for a bigger house. Let's say you're 2,500 square foot. Normally, that costs you $300. We'll only charge you get, get it so you're only charged uh, 150 So it's a really good deal. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I did give one of them to my wife for uh, thanksgiving for uh, valentine's Valentine's day i like thanksgiving that's my problem (laughs) and uh you know she hasn't used it yet i should have mentioned that to her (laughs) (laughs) you know you could do that on thursday of last week and we would have deep clean no problem and then they'd left and everybody would come to the house and go boy you guys keep your house clean but the bottom line is st clarity residential cleaning will do a great job for you with the covid19 stuff going on uh they'll clean your house and clean it well uh also if you have somebody in your home that maybe has some emotional issues depression uh lost somebody during covid uh, or something like that and there's an area they don't want you to mess with they respect that and they will not do it in fact uh, uh, the people over at st clarity the only group cleaning group i've ever heard of that ask questions about that to make sure that everybody is on board with everything so st clarity uh, residential cleaning get your certificates call after nine o'clock when chuck is here 404-6560 404-6560 buy your certificate and get your house clean okay let's continue talking here on the dave Ellswick show coming up there in about I'm going to take another break here uh, early because we got the uh, attorney general coming on. Yeah. And earlier in the show, uh, last hour, 630, you heard State Senator Missy Irvin and Beth Stelzer from Safe Women's Sports on talking about SB 354. 
uh, that's going up before the education committee to say that if you're a, a biological boy, you can't play girls' sports. And the way they're going to determine that, they're not going to look at your birth certificate because you can change your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Maybe people <laughs> don't know that. You can change your birth certificate. Nope. you got to go see a doctor. Doctor's got to say, okay, drop trial, and okay, you're a boy or you're a girl. And they give you a, a pass on which sex you are by fact, not by gender identity, not not just by identity. So we didn't get into that with Beth. She kind of wanted to get into that, and I didn't get a chance to. We didn't have time. I, I'll try to get her back on, maybe by phone, and, and talk to her about, about that because she was right. When you start saying it's what you think you are, not what you are are, uh, it's a real slippery slope at that point. Yeah. You know, that whole birth certificate thing may be something that, that our legislator has to look into. Yeah, I agree. And, and fix that. Uh, they've tried. Well, well, we need to do it again. You know, because if you, what good is a birth certificate if you can change it? If it's not factual. If it's not factual. And, you know, you, yeah, that's so what determines point, you're, everything. You're falsifying records. I mean, yeah. I can understand changing names because somebody adopts you mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't see where you can change, change your, sex. the sex on there. I guess you can change sex if you went through gender assignment surgery. <laughs> but but that was after no. birth. Yeah. We're talking it about don't... what were you yeah, at, at birth. birth. And that's exactly right. And that's, you're, that's you're, the difference. You're I, right on, mm-hmm. Iverson. That's why I want, you know, I, I, I want you to run for office. I tell you because what, you're right on. If you have a surgery, you're still a boy or girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't well, even surgery doesn't change it. Like you, you, Paul you, says, the DNA still tells you the way God made. Sure, you, when, when they when they dig you up in five hundred years, they can still look at your bones and tell if you were male or female. Now, the fact is that you know you can you can castrate a, a boy and he will not grow the same. I, I've been around farm animals enough to know that when when we castrate farm animals, they grow out differently. They they will they will not have the same structure, but they're you, you, they're well, still not. You don't a have all the testosterone. Yeah, they don't have all the testosterone. Their bones and their, their bodies grow differently, but at the end of the day, that 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 calf that, we, that, that bull calf that you castrate, it doesn't grow into a female. There is an absolute truth, people. I know they taught you in college and in high school that there's no absolute truth. That you have your own truth. <laughs> That's exactly right. It's time for the state of Arkansas to say there's an absolute truth in the state of Arkansas and go back to your state constitution and read the preamble of the state constitution. Mm-hmm. It will tell you that God is the foundation of absolute truth. All right. Let me talk about Pat Davis here for a moment. Pat was on my show on Friday. Uh, he is your health plan man, and uh, his website, yourhealthplanman.com. Now, I've known Pat now three or four years. I've had him on my show several times. He sells health care insurance. His health care insurance is totally different than, you know, Obamacare health care insurance. Uh, and it's not one of those share ones where everybody's a Christian and everybody pays a, a little part towards your bill or whatever. It's not that. It's it's regular health care insurance, but it's done with a twist. And I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, sometimes twists are good. I like movies that have twists in them. And, and, and Pat Davis will tell you how his all work out. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to call him and talk to him. 
about how you can get money back from your insurance company instead of you always sending money to your doctor or to your insurance company. Let me give you his phone number, 501-605-6935. Now, what you're hearing from me out of my mouth right now sounds too good to be true. Don't let that stop you from checking it out. I'm just telling you, you'll miss a great opportunity. Uh, yourhealthplanman.com is his website. His phone number, 501-605-6935. His name, Pat Davis. You can trust him. Give him a call. Let him help you out with your health insurance. Back with you, the Arkansas Attorney General is with us, Leslie Rutledge. And earlier today, if you were listening to the show about 635, State Senator Missy Irvin was on along with uh, Beth Stelzer from the Save Women's Sports Foundation. It was real interesting talking to them. We were talking about SB 354, which says girls play girls sports, boys play boys sports. Now it goes into a little bit more in depth because we found out you got to do that now because some people feel that <laughs> they're different things than what they are. And uh, Attorney General, thanks for coming on with us today. It's great to have you here. Did you ever think that you had to sit down and help get a bill passed that said a girl was a girl and a boy was a boy? Well, good morning, Dave, and uh, <laughs> always a pleasure to be on with you. And you know, this is uh, an instance, and I, I think uh, none of us uh, really looked down the road and thought that we were going to have to put these just outright common sense laws and. In action, and yep. that's what we're having to do with the Girls Act, and to make sure that young girls and women are given the opportunities that Title IX affords them. Uh, when you know all these bills are saying is quite simply that a biological male cannot play on an all-female sport. And again, this is to protect the opportunities of our girls and our young women. Uh, I'm a mom of a two-and-a-half-year-old little girl, and you better believe I'm going to make sure my little girl, Juliana, has every single opportunity to not only participate but to be successful in whatever she chooses to do. Now, I saw you, if I'm not mistaken, of a high school picture. You were a soccer player is what I hear. Is that right? Mm -hmm. No, I was not fast enough to play soccer. Um, and, and I'll be honest, soccer hadn't really taken off back in the day uh, at all the schools that it has now. Um, I played softball. That's what I it was, softball. Tennis, I apologize. Softball, tennis, basketball. Um, I tried to do shot and discus because, again, that was a sport where you didn't have to run. And I, did, <laughs> I wanted to play golf. Um, I, I wanted to play golf, but at that time, we did not have a women's golf team. Uh -huh. And the golf the coach who coached golf did not want to start a women's golf team just so I could be the one player. So I missed out on that. Turns out, as you know, Dave, I enjoy playing golf. You and I have had the opportunity to play before. But every girl should have the opportunity to play. There's a reason why when you and I go play golf that there's a – some tee boxes are more beneficial to other <laughs> women to play. And it's nice to have a female on the a four-person scramble. So we get that 80-yard – advantage and i can slap it about 200 sometimes 220 yep. you know if i've been practicing you know i can hit it down there but that really just puts us even with a a male but what we don't need to have are young girls losing those opportunities to play participate and be successful because biological males are identifying or you know 
are in the um, process of becoming females because, again, those biological males have all the testosterone uh, that quite honestly make their body types. I'm no scientist. I'm no doctor of medicine, but I, I am a human being, and I, I didn't even like playing co-ed softball, to be quite honest with you. Okay. let me. I've got my power panel here. Artie's got a question for you. Go ahead. Hey, this is Artie. Thanks for being on the show today. Uh, Leslie, I know you've always been outspoken on federal overreach for the state of Arkansas, and we appreciate that. My question is, and I also know that you were a very early on Donald Trump supporter, which I also appreciate, but uh, even we saw with sanctuary cities where Donald Trump had to use federal funding to get people to uphold the law. With a left in the White House, my question is, if they have federal law... For federal funding for education and they try to withhold federal funding from the state of arkansas for not letting uh girls and boys play sports together are we prepared to stand up against federal uh overreach whenever it comes to funding are we going to be prepared for absolutely, that absolutely absolutely and we and we saw that already with the uh, with the bathroom issue several years ago that uh, arkansas was on the front lines on that because again uh this this issue and Title IX and the, the funding that can be tied to it is something that, uh, you know, we're not going to allow Joe Biden and his administration and AOC and Nancy Pelosi and the likes to to take away opportunities that are provided for under uh, federal law for our young girls and women. And it's just it's insane that we're actually having to be at this point in our country and in our state. But we are 100 percent prepared. We have always uh push back uh, when it was Obama-Biden, and now that it's Biden-Harris, or as I like to say, the Harris-Biden administration, <laughs> um, that, you know, we are prepared and we won. We actually won. Some people say, you know, they fought the liberal left and won, but no, they didn't. We actually won. We won on waters of the U.S. We won on so-called clean power plan. We won on Department of Labor's overtime rule. We had so many wins against Obama's overreach, and we are prepared to push back and win against Joe Biden in his liberal, out-of-control, left overreach. All right, Paul. So this is Paul Calvert here. So I, I guess kind of piggybacking off of RD's question, so some of the other uh, um, things that were coming down from the feds may have may have imposed certain things on states, but but how, how can the state deal with with some of these issues when the feds say, you know what, we're going to – we're not going to – we're going to withhold several hundred million dollars from education if you don't comply with the with the um, gender fluidity or gender. Um, it's called swapping. injunctions. That's what it's called. And, and Am I right, uh, Leslie? I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get into the politically correct terms. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, so, how, how, so how do we how do we tell the federal government to take a fly and leap? While they're saying, "Well, we'll take a flying leap, but we're going to take our money with us." So how how do we uh, how do we either navigate that? Yeah, how do we navigate that? How do, sure. how do we convince legislators to stand firm and, and say, "You know what? We don't want your money. Get out of our lives." Well, fortunately, we have a very uh, strong legislature in that regard. Uh, however, you know the way that we are able to successfully challenge them are by a having our own laws in place, like the Girls Act, mm-hmm. like these. Uh, other uh, issues that we are passing uh, during this current legislative session, 
but also to file those lawsuits if need be and to successfully challenge in courts and have the courts determine that you can't force states to do X, Y, and Z and to hold those monies hostage. Because essentially those are, you know, that money that we're asking back that is Arkansans taxpayer money. Our taxpayer dollars go to the state and the federal government. And so we have every right to demand it. We have a strong federal delegation. Uh, certainly Senator Tom Cotton is right there on the front lines pushing back and Senator Bozeman. And so I think that, you know, it's going to take all of us, but at, when you bowl all the water out, having lawsuits and having an attorney general like myself, and as we move forward in the Biden administration, another strong attorney general to continue to hold federal government accountable when they trample on states' rights. And so, being able to effectively educate our children with our own taxpayer dollars that we've sent to, to the federal government and to get that money back for our kids, we must demand it. Hello, uh, this is uh, Iverson Jackson. How are you this morning? Well, hi, Iverson. My gosh, y'all. Is there any room left in the studio? Not a lot. That's why we said just do it by phone with us yeah. today. Hey, what, what, other, what other states are, are you know, doing along the same line that may be able to come together if, if it comes down to that uh, with a lawsuit against the federal government? Are there any other states that we're looking I'm at? Sure. You know, with? we work very closely. We work very closely with Texas and Louisiana, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Missouri, Georgia, South Carolina, there are so many states across the country that are concerned about these issues. Florida, that have, uh, but however, because uh, I'm in my now seventh year as the attorney general that in Arkansas has uh, been there through the Obama and successfully fought back against Obama and Biden, that Arkansas is looked upon as a, as a leader in this. Great. And we... We work again, you know, we may not always have the bandwidth because a state such as Texas has, you know, their AG's office has, you know, 4,000 employees where my office has 180. It's still a very a large office with a whole bunch of lawyers who represent the state of Arkansas and go after criminals and con artists and federal overreach. But, you know, sometimes we have to lean on our partners and to work together uh, so that way we don't duplicate efforts. All right. I'm going to finish up by asking this question, Leslie. How about the uh, state legislature? How are they, you know, acting towards these, this uh, girl's law? Oh, I think it's fantastic. Uh, we, you know, we've had uh, two, one on the House side and one on the Senate side uh, that we worked very closely. Um, and Missy Irvin was part of both of those. And uh, we've, you know, very excited about having uh, these issues brought to light and having moms and aunts in the legislature and grandmothers uh, bring the issue to light, but also having the dads and granddads mm-hmm. because they all have little girls in their lives that they want to have every single opportunity. So it's been very well received by a vast majority of our uh, legislators in Arkansas. And again, this is about protecting. This is not discriminatory. It's about protecting our girls and women's opportunities to play the Biological males have an opportunity to play and succeed as biological males. There are still male sports. However, biological males should not be allowed to play in all female sports because it will take away opportunities not only to participate but to succeed. And if we start seeing girls' scholarships for soccer or softball or basketball or tennis or volleyball going to biological males, that's when people are really going to start waking up and recognizing how dangerous this is 
for all of our young girls and women. All right. We appreciate you, Leslie. We really do. You've done a great job. and Keep it up. Well, thank you, Dave. And thank you to all the gentlemen who are on uh, this morning and getting to speak to to R.D. and Paul and Iverson. Iverson. Yes. So thank you guys so much. So always a pleasure. It's an honor to fight for you all and your families and our Kansans at the Attorney General. We'll talk to you all again soon. All right. Later. That's the uh, Attorney General, of course, Leslie Rutledge here on the, the Dave Ellswick Show. And she's done a great job pushing back. I yes. mean, she really, really has done uh, a yeoman's job yes. of pushing back against the Obama administration at the very beginning and then now the Biden administration uh, here at the the end. And I don't know what the future holds for her, but she is uh, one of the, the shining stars for the state of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. She really is. All right, guys, we're almost out of time. Wow. We've, we've talked... We started off talking an issue these guys never, ever thought we'd ever talk about here on the Dave Ellswick Show. But it is a big story, and I bring it. I brought it to you. It's about SECUS. It's a, a group that wants to make uh, sex education a way of changing society. Uh, they want to teach your five-year-old uh, child about uh, vaginal and anal sex and all kinds of stuff. It's just absolutely crazy and you you know you said i'd never go anywhere dave that's what they said about boys playing girls sports i'm just telling you here we are that's what they said about the food police you know it just starts there a little movement and it snowballs because there's enough nut jobs out there to make it into a big big uh, snowball coming down the hill enough people not paying attention that's exactly right iverson jackson thank you rd hopper thank you we got rd's blood boiling this morning (laughs) and uh, paul calvin we thank you for being here of course to our guest state senator missy irvin to uh, beth stelzer from the save women's sports and last but not least the uh Attorney General of the State of Arkansas, Leslie Rutledge. Thank you all. Tomorrow, uh, Elizabeth will be here, unless she gets attacked by some rabbit cat or something. (laughs) And uh, the Bible guys will be here tomorrow on the Dave Ellswick Show.